0: This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today we continue in our series called Radicalis, Developing Spiritual Roots. In these lessons, we'll learn how to live a life that is deeply rooted in Christ and His Word, so that we can become all God has created us to be. Now in just a few minutes, we're going to tell you how to get a very special scripture card set with verses selected by Pastor Rick to help you renew and recharge your faith. You can find out more by going to PastorRick.com or by texting the word DAILY to 800-600-5004 while you listen to today's teaching. Now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with part one of a message called Radical Hope. At the end of World War
1: II, there was a United States sub coming back from the war and as it was coming into harbor to dock at Newport News, Virginia, something went terribly wrong with the submarine and it sunk to the bottom of the ocean in the harbor. Hadn't been touched at all during the war but it sunk in the harbor. The Coast Guard dispatched divers to go down and to do survey the hull to see if it had been compromised or what had happened and the divers heard a sailor tapping on the wall from the inside of the sub, the words in Morse code, is there hope? That's a very important question in life. Is there hope? Because we live in a broken world, things don't go right. And so hope is essential. Thousands of people are probably asking this question today. They, they may be sitting in front of a pile of bills saying, is there hope? They may be standing at the side of a fresh grave saying, is there hope? They may be sitting in a doctor's office reviewing tests and saying, is there hope? They may be waiting for a job offer after having been laid off, is there hope? They may be wondering, am I ever gonna get married? Am I, am I ever gonna have a child? Am I ever going to have a family? Or whatever question, but this question of hope is an essential question of life. Now, because human beings are hungry for hope, uh, we go after all kinds of quack ideas, gimmicks, get-rich-quick schemes, fads, and grasping for straws. When you think you're dying, and you'll you'll try anything to stay alive. When you think you're going under financially, you'll try anything to to stay afloat. And we often are uh, gullible, and we get scammed by false hopes. Now, all discouragement and all disappointment comes from putting our hope in something we should not have put our hope in, from false hope. There's only one thing that can give you eternal hope, lasting hope, permanent hope, and that is a relationship with Jesus Christ. This week I was on the internet earlier in the week and I saw an advertisement that said, eight ways to have hope for the new year. I thought, man, I'm speaking on this this weekend so, I need to go check this out. So I went to the website, and it was false hope. Uh, I I, I had to look at it, but here were some of the suggestions that were offered for building your hope for the new year. Number one, have a cup of tea. (laughs) A cup of tea? Be kind to yourself. Now, now, friends, a cup of tea may relax you. It may distress you. It may be great for peace of mind, but it isn't going to give you any hope. Here was the second uh, uh, suggestion: say this affirmation every day in front of a mirror. I am the key to peace, friend. If I'm the key to peace, or you're the key to peace, we're in, trouble. We're in real trouble. We're in real trouble. We're up a creek without a paddle, friend. I don't have any hope if I am the key to peace, or you are. Uh, Here was the third one. I'm not making these up. Create a daily ritual where you light a candle and you meditate. Now, you don't have to believe, this is a direct quote, you don't have to believe in any particular deity to make this work. Just silently reflect on the lit candle and feel the hope. Again, that might put you in a tranquil mind. I'm not knocking it as a stress reliever. Looking at a candle might be you know, something to really you know, wind you down, but it isn't gonna give you any hope because it can't change your circumstance. As I said, all discouragement and all disappointment comes from putting our hope in something that God never intended us to hope in. When you hope in money, you're gonna be disappointed. When you hope, put your hope in the economy or your investments, you're going to be disappointed. When you put your hope in the government, you're going to be severely disappointed. <laughs> when you put your hope in, uh, in other people or even in yourself, you're going to let yourself down because you're not perfect. And there is no person who could possibly meet all the needs in your life. There's only one reliable source that will never let you down. Isaiah 40. 31, there on your outline, it says this. Those who hope in the Lord, in the Lord, will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. And that is my goal for you as we face a brand new year and a brand new decade, that you will run and not be weary, that you will walk and not faint, that you will have the spiritual strength and spiritual energy you need. So, as we continue in this series on radicalis, deepening spiritual roots, the radical roots of our faith, I want us to look today at the topic of radical hope. Now, to understand hope, you have to understand what hope is not. Hope is not wishful thinking. Hope is not daydreaming. Hope is not positive thinking. Hope is not optimism. Now I'm not knocking those things, I mean, positive thinking is better than negative thinking and optimism is certainly better than pessimism and despair, but those things can't change your environment. They can change you, they can change your attitude, but they're not gonna change your circumstances, they're not gonna change your problems. You need something much, much stronger than simply positive thinking and optimism. What you need is genuine hope. Now what's the difference between optimism and hope? Optimism is psychological. It's based on the way you think. Hope is theological. It's based on some facts of reality about God and about his relationship to you. Big difference. Optimism is positive thinking. Hope is passionate trusting. It's about trust. It's about trusting someone who can make a difference. That's God. Optimism uh, says it's not so bad. Optimism can actually be a denial of reality. Optimism can be playing Pollyanna, where you look at the world with rose-colored glasses, and you go, it's not so bad when it really is bad. Optimism can often Put yourself in a phony world where you're wearing rose-colored glasses. The sun will come out tomorrow. If it's to be, it's up to me. And you got all these little slogans and you're trying to psych yourself into believing something you know really isn't true. Optimism often says, it's not so bad. Hope says, it's bad. Hope never denies reality. Hope says, it's bad. It's really bad. It's really, really bad, but I still believe in a God and trust in a savior who is greater than how bad this situation is. It's not faking it. It's not pretending. It's not psyching yourself up. It is having hope in the reality of what God has promised in his word.
0: You're listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. Rick will be back in just a moment with the rest of today's lesson. You can sign up for Pastor Rick's free email devotional at PastorRick.com. That's PastorRick.com.
2: Scripture memorization is a powerful tool to help you remember God's promises, principles, and the purposes He has for you. That's why Pastor Rick created a very special scripture card set with 52 key verses from his Radicalis, Developing Spiritual Roots teaching series. These verses will help you renew and recharge your faith to live the way God intended, rooted in His unconditional love. Filled with beautiful artwork accented by stunning gold foil designs, this set of 52 cards will help you memorize God's Word. If a scripture really speaks to you, display it in a place where you can read it throughout the day for encouragement, or write a note on the back of a card with a special verse and send it to a friend. We'll send you the Radicalis, Developing Spiritual Roots scripture card set to say thanks for your gift to help Daily Hope take the hope of Jesus to a hurting world. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy of this great resource. That's PastorRick.com. Or you can text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. That's the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. Thanks so much for your support.
0: Once again, here's Rick.
1: Now, if you want to study hope, you have to go to the book of 1 Peter. 1 Peter is called The Letter of Hope. It's a small book at the end of the New Testament written by Peter. It's only five chapters long. And Peter wrote it to Christians who were suffering persecution in the Roman Empire. At the time he wrote it, Nero was the Caesar of Rome. And you know what Nero was doing? He was feeding Christians to the lions in the Colosseum. He was nailing them to crosses up and down the Appian Way, tarring them, and then lighting them on fire as torches. And to be a Christian in those days meant death. You follow Jesus, you die. It was that simple. And Christians were hounded and hunted and persecuted. And Peter writes a letter to people who are suffering. If you're ever going through suffering, you need to read the book of 1 Peter over and over and over. And in the first seven verses of the first chapter of Peter, of 1 Peter, we have the five roots of radical hope, the five reasons why we can hope when other people feel hopeless as we look at a new year. Number one, God chose me before I chose him. That's the first thing that gives me hope, that God chose me long before I chose him. Now, Peter starts this in his first chapter and in the second verse, he says, you were chosen according to the purpose of God the Father and were made a holy people by his spirit. The rest of that verse says you were uh, bought by the blood of Jesus to obey him. And we see the Trinity all in that one verse, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Now, what this verse says is, first of all, your salvation was no accident. Long before you chose God, he chose you. It was his idea. Before God even created the universe, he decided he wanted to create you, he made you to love you, and he thought of you long before he did anything else. Your salvation was not an accident. The whole thing was his idea, and God wants you in his family. You were chosen, notice, according to the purpose of God. God has a purpose for your life. And what is that purpose? He says he wanted to make a holy people. God's purpose in creating you and putting you on earth is to make you holy for heaven, to get you ready for heaven. Before you can get into heaven, you have to be transformed. God has to do something in your heart so you're transformed and ready for heaven. Now, understanding this simple truth, God chose me before I chose him, gives you great confidence. Great hope because you know that you were chosen by God. We all know how great it is to feel chosen. When you're chosen for a team, remember in grade school, you hated to be the last person chosen for the team. You wanted to be the first person chosen for the team. You loved it when somebody popular or athletic chose you to be on their team. It built your confidence, it built your self-esteem. We love to be chosen for a team. We love to be chosen to receive recognition. We love to be chosen to be singled out. We love to be chosen to be proposed to. When Kay said yes to me, my self-esteem went up an enormous amount because I thought, I must not be that bad. She said yes, (laughs) she said yes. Now the highest honor you will ever receive is this. God has chosen you to spend eternity with him. Big deal, that's a big deal. God has chosen you to spend eternity with him and he chose you before you chose him. Number two, second reason we have hope is God always treats me with mercy. God always treats me with mercy. Now remember, Peter is writing this to people who are already believers. They're in the family of God. He's writing it to Christians and he says this, All honor to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. For it is by his boundless mercy, circle the word mercy, it is by his boundless mercy that God has given us the privilege of being born again. Friends, the more you understand grace, the more you're gonna be amazed by it because it's completely undeserved. It's totally unmerited. It is not something you can earn or deserve or or work for. It's just a free gift of God's mercy. God's love for you and your salvation is not based on your performance. It's not based on what you do. You can't make God love you any more than he loves you right now or make make him love you any less. His love is based on his mercy for you. The Bible says this in Titus 3, 5. He saved us not only because of righteous, not because of the righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. Now, this is very important to understand. As a believer, when you blow it, God doesn't get mad at you. God doesn't want to get even with you. God doesn't start planning to mess up your life. God always acts in mercy toward you. Always acts in mercy toward you. Why? Because you are covered in the blood and salvation of Jesus Christ when you've accepted him. And so next year, no matter how much you mess up, no matter how much you blow it, God says, I respond to you in mercy. That gives me hope. It gives me hope that no matter how bad I'm, how many mistakes I make, God is still going to be merciful to me. And it is by that mercy I've been spiritually born into his family. I've been reborn. Now, you were born into the universal uh, family, human race, when you were physically born. And when you're spiritually reborn, you invite Christ into your life, you get into God's family. Now, there are privileges. Notice the word privilege. He says he's given us the privilege of being born again. There are privileges that come from being in God's family. For instance, one of the things is we get to call God father. I get to call God daddy, father, because I'm in his family. And if you've accepted Christ, you're in his family too. And we get each other as brothers and sisters in the family of God. And God's family, the spiritual family, is going to go on forever. And it gives us spiritual support here and fellowship together in eternity. But one of the great things is that because I'm in God's family, I can ask for whatever I need, and God says, I'm going to help you. Remember, as a father takes care of his children, God says, I take care of my family. And I told you two weeks ago that over 20 times in the New Testament, God says, ask. God says, ask and it shall be given. Seek and you'll find. Knock and the door will be open. Ask anything in my name and I will do it. He says, ask that you may bear fruit, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Over and over again, the Bible says you have not because you ask not. He's waiting to meet your needs. You have not because You ask not. This week I got a letter from uh, Larry D. Young, President and Chief Executive Officer of Snapple. And so Larry D. Young, President of Dr. Pepper Snapple, wrote me a letter because I wrote him a letter about a month ago. And I told him, I said, Larry, of course I didn't know him, I just wrote, Dear uh, Mr. President, you've taken my favorite flavor off the market. Okay, Now, I want to humbly suggest that this is a mistake. And my, my favorite Snapple is diet plumegranate. Not pomegranate, plumegranate. It's plum and pomegranate put together. And I think a reason a lot of people never drank it is because they thought it was pomegranate. But it, actually, it was plum, and it tasted like plum. So I wrote. The president of Snapple, I didn't know this guy, wrote him a letter and said, You know what? I think you mismarketed it. Why, why don't you just call it plum crazy? Then people would know that it's plum flavor, not plum That sounds like some fruit you've never heard of. So call it plum crazy and put it back on the market. I get a letter this week Dear Dr. Warren, isn't that nice? <laughs> Dear Dr. Warren, thank you for your interest and passion for Snapple. <laughs> With many flavors in the Snapple family, we're not able to offer all of them in each region. Unfortunately, Diet Pomegranate is one of those that is no longer available on the West Coast. However, please accept this case of extremely limited edition private reserve. Plum Crazy Snapple <laughs> Just for you I hope you and your closest friends Will enjoy this case of this private reserve With our compliments <laughs> Well now we're talking <laughs> Okay, now here, Right here on the label it says You can't see this real close, Plum Crazy It's my name, Plum Crazy There you go And right here on the side of this Snapple, it says, Dear Dr. Warren, (laughs) being a great-tasting, all-natural beverage that brings a little smile to people's day certainly can't compare to the understanding you have brought to the lives of people every day. However, (laughs) I know you give some I hope you give some of the other flavors a try because I think you'll find another one that you enjoy just as much as you love pomegranate. Thank you for caring enough to write your friend, Snapple. <laughs> so I have a whole case of this now. All right. You have not because you ask not. All right. Now, Larry, if I'm so bold to call him, Larry and me, we're like this now, okay? We're, we're like this. And I'm thinking if the president of Snapple, I'm sure he's a great guy, but he's imperfect just like you and me, can meet the needs of a lowly guy who asked for some pomegranate. how much more would a heavenly father who loves you and sent his son to die for you take care of your needs if you just simply asked? You have not because you ask not. God, your heavenly Father, wants to supply your needs. Why? Because he chose you before you chose him. And because God always treats us with mercy. He's waiting and wanting to meet your needs. The Bible says this, you know this verse, very famous, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. God has a hope for your
0: life. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. If you missed any part of this message or if you would like to find out more about Pastor Rick Warren and this ministry, just visit pastorrick.com where you can listen online anytime. That's Pastor Rick with two r's in the middle.com. Be sure to sign up for Rick's free daily email devotional while you're there. Rick will be back to close out our time today. But first, one of our most popular study resources we've ever offered would have to be our Bible verse scripture cards. We get countless requests for them. Here's Pastor Rick to tell us more.
1: Friends, one of the most powerful ways you can transform your spiritual life is to memorize scripture. God tells us in Proverbs 7, verse 2, guard my words as your most precious possession. Write them down and also keep them deep within your heart. Now, you may not think you've got a good memory, but the truth is we all remember what's important to us. For instance, you remember phone numbers and dates that you care about. I've heard people say they can't memorize anything, yet they can quote a song lyrics from their childhood, or they can rattle off a statistic for their favorite baseball player. You see, memory is a skill that you can learn, and it's also a muscle that you can strengthen. In fact, study after study has shown that memorizing Scripture will cause your brain to have a stronger memory in other areas, too. So when you memorize Scripture, you're actually benefiting a lot of other areas in your life. Now, here's how I want to help you memorize God's Word. We've put together a new packet, a new set of cards with verses from the Bible for you to memorize. And these are good, easily memorizable verses. And you can put these cards around your house, or you can put them on your refrigerator, or you know, tape them to the mirror where you brush your teeth, or you can put them by your bed, or uh, in your car, in the visor. It doesn't really matter, but they're they're very beautiful, and they will keep these Bible verses, God's Word before you every day, helping you to memorize the Word of God. I hope you'll take
0: advantage of this new resource. Don't miss this opportunity to get these Scripture cards based on the key verses found in this series. Pastor Rick selected these verses to help you renew and recharge your faith so you can live the way God intended, rooted in His unconditional love. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy of this great resource. That's PastorRick.com or you can text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. That's the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. And thanks so much for your support. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.